Hi and welcome to the Corporate Life Podcast. My name is Hina Siddiqui and I loved and hated my corporate jobs for years. This podcast is going to empower you to go high on your career without losing yourself. I invite you to join me each week as you will hear real cool stories of the real cool corporate people doing real things in the corporate world and their experiences and advice can change your story too. Hi this is Hina Siddiqui you are listening to the Corporate Life podcast. We are living in a goal oriented society where almost everything significant is in the future and we are losing our life while chasing these future paced goals because life happens in the now in the present moment. So should we not make goals? Let's explore this super interesting and my favorite topic with my amazing guest today. Brian Smith is the founder and senior managing partner of IA Business Advisors, a management consulting firm that has worked with more than 18,000 CEOs, entrepreneurs, managers and employees worldwide. Together with his daughter Mary Griffin, they have authored Individual Influence: Find the I in Team, and that's such a fantastic title, which shares how to become our best selves with everyone we influence. Let's say hi to Brian. Hey Brian, welcome to the show. Hi Anna, thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to have you Brian. Brian, I believe that the biggest cause of stress, depression and struggle is that we have lost touch with life, which always happens in the present moment. We are never satisfied with what we have right now and just rush through to get something which is future paced. And that's the reason we make goals. What would you like to say about this? Well, I think you kind of you hit it right on the head. Um, we call it comfortable focus. We mm-hmm. get in our lanes, our lanes of life that is very individual to us and the people that influence us and that we influence. And we seem to be always looking at the the marker that's too far down the road and not paying attention to where we're stepping today. Yeah, and it gets in the way of reaching where we want to be because we can be digressed, diverted, interrupted. Um, and before we know it, we're on a new path doing new things just as fast with just as many visions in front of us, but never mm-hmm. really focusing on the steps we're taking. Correct. That's why we can make intentions to uh, to, uh, to use it as a substitute to creating goals. Uh, what do you think about it? Yeah, well... We like SMART goals uh, in our organization, but SMART goals, as you're pointing out, um, are really just a marker until you have SMART intention, and then SMART intentions move us to SMART tactics, and within those SMART tactics are SMART communication and, and, and doing things smartly, and by SMART, we literally mean specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. And we challenge people that we work with and we challenge people that we influence to think in that way. Yeah. Uh, and then you can become more intentional with then which then creates better tactical and better and more thoughtful uh present moment processes that get you to those goals. Right. Correct. And I do believe in creating a vision about life and then evolve to live that vision the best we can while enjoying our life on a moment-to-moment basis. And that needs us to slow down. We all are sort of running in a never-ending race. Brian, how can we reap the benefits of slowing down and exist within the moment? 
Yeah. So the biggest chapter, Hina, in our book is slow down. And yeah. it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, slowing down brings life into focus. Um, it allows us to focus on the influence that is coming at us and the influence mm-hmm. that we're giving. And we can be intentional about that influence and understand exactly what that influence means in the context of the moment that we're in. Oftentimes when we go too fast, we lose context. And when we lose context, we lose clarity. And slowing down brings all that back to us. So most of the people, most of the time are in their heads, in their thinking, minds running uh, a movie about their past and their future. And most of that path is unconscious thoughts. How can we gain influence over our own conscious or unconscious thoughts to reshape our reality, Brian? Wow, that's a really good question. You know, being mindful is difficult. Um, Even if we try to slow down and meditate, and let's say we're focused on our breathing, most of us will notice that our mind will begin to wander and do things almost on its own. Yeah. those unconscious and subconscious thoughts, which oftentimes are driven by unconscious and subconscious biases, uh, the only way to actually engage with them is to slow down, listen to them, and ask where they're coming from. Why am I having this thought right now? Why is my current present moment being interrupted by this thought or uh, this idea or whatever it is that's getting in the way of present context and, and trying to get me to digress or divert from where I'm trying to be mindful. Yeah. You're going to have to really unpack those mm-hmm. individual interruptions, those individual mindful thoughts and challenge yourself to have a clear understanding of what's driving them. Yes. And it takes a lot of practice because this whole, uh, you know, this whole stuff of mindfulness is all about, uh, making it a practice in our day-to-day life, which is actually uh, sort of very difficult for the most people uh, in in society because we have learned those thinking patterns and we have learned to stay so much in our minds that it's it's so much difficult for us to watch our thoughts as a conscious person. So how can we gain influence over our own conscious or unconscious thoughts to reshape our reality? What are your best tips about that, Brian? Yeah, create space and time. to have uh, uh, these moments with yourself. For example, in my office here, I shut the door, but Mm -hmm. even in in busy environments, shutting the door can oftentimes not get you what you need. Mary, uh, my daughter who wrote the book with me, wrote a a sign that goes on the outside of my door. It's like a do not disturb sign. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, um, at home, creating spaces to have deep thought or reading that limit interruption, Um, turning your phone off, or if that's not possible, because maybe you have children or you have somebody you care for, creating special rings for those people that only allow those people to interrupt you, but everybody else would be on mute for a period of time. Um, there's technologies out there, or even in your own on your own cell phone, you mm-hmm. can set a timer or an alarm for those breaks and then time those breaks. Give yourself 5, 10, 15, 30 minutes of self-time right. and define that time. 
you know, decide what you want to do at that time. And I don't mean it has to be down to the moment. It could be meditation. It could be self-reflection. It could be reading. It could be anything that makes you feel good about that moment and feel good about the time that you've set aside is valuable to you and important to your future. Correct. And it's also uh, like paying attention to whatever we are doing. For example, we are doing some little things, uh, for example, washing our hands or uh, eating a meal. We can be careful about that. You know, we can uh, pay attention to what we are eating, what it tastes like. Oh, what are we feeling when the water falls on our hands uh, while we wash our hands? So there are a lot of different uh, small activities that we can try with consciousness, and that would help us a lot. You know, you point that out, something that's really interesting, you know, yeah. that I tried once and then I was amazed at the difference yeah. and it was slowing down while we eat or drink. Yes. And the flavor of things change when we slow down and appreciate the food that we're eating or whatever it is we're drinking. And you can actually differentiate flavors and textures. And it's interesting what that does to us when we become mindful about our action and align the two. Yes, absolutely. Ever since I have tried this practice in my life, my life has completely changed. And this is all spiritual stuff. We can say that. But then it's nothing, uh, you know, that we are going to get the benefit after we die. It's like, it's about making our lives beautiful now in the present uh, reality of us. Yeah, I agree. And and why I like food as an example is that it actually reconciles the spiritual side, the mindfulness side to the physical side. And And it actually provides context and clarity to how the two can reconcile with each other and actually identify how slowing down and paying attention in our mind to what we're doing in the physical realm is so different. Yes, it's very different. I totally agree with that. For long years, I believed that being money-minded was a bad thing, so I kept on avoiding money. In every job interview, I hesitated to negotiate salary and turn down every opportunity to make money. Even my coaching business functioned as a free service for a long time because the reason I got into coaching was to serve people. Then I started realizing the side effects of my wrong money mindset. Thanks to my coaches and mentors who set me up for money inflow while serving the world. Whatever career you are into, if your money mindset is distorted, you are going to struggle in your career. And the amazing fact is that you would not even realize that you are sabotaging your full potential because all this happens at the sub and unconscious level. Your money stories are deep rooted, particularly if you have seen a money deprived childhood. The solution is to identify your patterns and let them go as fast as you can because it's costing you your career. That's why the money mindset is a big part of all my coaching programs. Send me a quick mail to connect at authorhina.com to know more about my programs. Brian, the title of your book is really, really interesting. Would you please tell us a a bit about your book? Yeah, so Individual Influence, uh, Find the I in Team, is a play a little bit on the whole premise when we're younger or if you're involved in sports that there is no I in Team. Yeah. And we feel that there is uh, an I in Team, and that I is two parts. It's individual, you as a person, but also the influence you have. And 
Find the I in team is about understanding who you are, what influences you, and what you do with that influence, because we feel that every single individual is important, and the influence you have is the biggest responsibility that you have. And so early in the book, we point out a few things that we think are really important. Um, I am individual, and... Mm -hmm. Uh, I act on the benefit of myself and anybody that I influence. So that's important. Yeah. And we are individual, meaning that when I am together with one other person or many other persons, we act as an individual together and have influence and we are influenced also. Right. And then I have influence that my greatest responsibility is how I affect others with all that I do and say. So I would need to be mindful of my physical action, be it uh, the things that I do with my hands, where I go and what I say is really important. So our book is about understanding ourselves and understanding the, the influence that we have individually, self, and individually when we're in environments with other people. That's very interesting. And what led you to write this book, Brian? Well, first is that, um, you know, our influence is really important. And as I have gone through and worked with leaders and managers and employees from mm -hmm. the C-suite to uh, the soldiers on the ground doing the hard work, yeah. I've seen a disconnect in the understanding of what their influence is and how important that influence is and how appreciating uh, humans and the influence that every human has uh, is lacking. And that that gap in understanding is not understanding ourselves, yeah, and not true. understanding the importance of that influence that each of us has. So my goal is to bring to people a story or a series of stories about my life where I understood these lessons, how I applied these lessons to my own success and failures, and how it has turned me into uh, a person who is proud of my influence, mm -hmm. proud of the influence I have by myself and when I'm with my teams, yeah. and so much, in fact, that I changed my pronouns from he or whatever it is you do to mm -hmm. I and we, because I am we. I am the accumulation yeah. of every influence up to this moment right now. That's beautiful. And it's very true that we need to be aware of our own self first. We need to discover our, our own self to build that uh, influence because everybody has got that uh, hidden potential uh, within uh, within them. So it, it's very important to discover that and then we can influence people much better than we usually do. Yeah. And, and, and finally is that, you know, saying that there's no I in team is is really driven towards saying that, you know, don't be selfish or don't be a ball hog or, mm -hmm. you know, don't take over. But what we believe is that you have to be your best self yeah. first if you want to be your best self for everybody else. So it's, it's not selfish to want to be your best self as yes. long as your goal is to influence others as your best self in a positive way.
Yes, absolutely. I totally agree. Uh, Brian, where can we buy your book and what's the best way to contact you? So our book is available on Amazon and on Barnes and Noble and other um, you know popular uh, book retailers online. I can be reached at our website, which is iabusinessadvisors.com. Um, or you can send me an email, brian at iabusinessadvisors.com. We're very transparent and open organization, and we love to engage with people. Great. Awesome. Lastly, Brian, what's your best advice to our audience who are corporate professionals uh, at large? Well, the number one thing is to slow down. Yeah. And the number two thing is to appreciate the influence that you have and the influence that everybody that you uh, work with or that you influence has. And understand what that influence is and what it's meant for. And if you do those things, uh, you'll have more clarity and you will begin to be more intentional and begin moving in the same direction which can only better you individually and whatever goals you have with those other people that you work with at the same time. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Thank you very much for your time with us today, Brian. It was a real pleasure to have this insightful conversation with you. Well, thank you, I appreciate it very much. It's good to know where you are going, but being obsessed with your goals is not a great idea. So consider setting intentions over goals and enjoy life as it comes with your maximum consciousness. Try this at least for 24 hours and see what happens. Connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know how you enjoyed this fabulous conversation with Brian Smith. That's it for this week. I'll see you next week. Love you guys and girls. Stay happy and safe. Thank you for tuning in. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and go to my website, authorhina.com for life and career changing tools and resources. Be sure to download and read my book, Secrets of the Six-Figure Employee with Zero Stress. It's available on Amazon.